Hello and welcome back to the ME7 podcast and episode 10. Well, uh, yeah, slow business, isn't it, for the Jills and Neil Harris? Uh, free signings through the door so far. Um, probably another at least 10 to get. Um, we tonight are going to review the signing of the third uh, signing through the door, Don, Dom Jeffries, as he arrived from Brentford last week. We will then obviously talk and just touch on, obviously, the two signings of Will Wright and Sean Williams. We touched on them last week, but obviously, Lewis uh, would like to hear your opinion on those two signings. Um, and then, obviously, yeah, we've got the fixtures coming up Thursday. Unfortunately, the fixtures of Sky Betley too. Um, Lewis, good evening. How are you, buddy? Evening, everyone. I'm good, thanks, James. How are you? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Owen, um, yeah, extremely, extremely slow. We probably, we probably expected at least some, some this week, didn't we? Well, well, it's only Monday, isn't it? To be fair, but uh, yeah, we're, we're pre-season only uh, just, just over a day away now on Wednesday. We were hoping for a couple more before that day. It might still happen, but yeah, hopefully we uh, start picking up soon. Yeah, um, Lewis, let's let's. Um, start with obviously the, the, the two signings that we did talk on the show last week. Let's, it'd be good to get your opinion on it. Obviously, Will Wright arrived uh, from Dagenham Redbridge after playing 150 games for the football club. And obviously, he was captain there a few times. And then Sean Williams, who obviously a, a familiar face to Neil Harris after playing playing for him and promotion under him at Millwall, uh, played just over 30 games for, for Portsmouth um, last season. Um, start with Will Wright then, Lewis. What, what are your thoughts on, on the signing? Yeah, I'm. I'm always optimistic when we bring anyone through the door. Really, you know, I'm. I'm careful to judge anyone until we've seen them play in a Gillingham shirt a handful of times under our current manager. You know, you only have to think as recently as Tom Eaves, who sort of came in and proved people wrong based on his his previous form. Um, for Dane Oliver, just a couple of years ago, he performed a lot better in a Gill shirt than he perhaps had elsewhere. But yeah, we're right. Um, I think it's a decent signing on paper. You know, one of the national leagues. Uh, hottest prospects, I suppose you could say. He's a good age, he's a good height, he's versatile, um, he's a decent set piece taker. The feedback is that he perhaps needs to touch up needs to touch up on his defending a little bit, which obviously is the main role. But he's got a decent coach there, um, a decent coaching setup to help him. He can play right back, he can play centre back. So yeah, I think we'll see a fair bit of him this season. I think it's a decent signing and it was a good one to get the ball rolling anyway as well. Yeah, and obviously um Sean Williams, he's he, he's got bags of experience in the EFL, obviously playing playing hundreds of times for Millwall, obviously earning promotion under our current gaffer, Neil Harris, as well. Um, and and uh, 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 an experienced age of, obviously, 35, I think he is, um, 35, 36, um, but, but played just over 30 games for, for Portsmouth under Danny Cowley last year. Um, and... Uh, and 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 obviously fits the fits the bill of a, a leadership qualities, doesn't he? Yeah, I think everyone sort of spoke about having leadership in League Two, um, the manager included. And if you think of when we got out of League Two last time, you know Adam Barrett, um, Brampton, Kedwell, Burton, there was so much experience there and so much leadership. It is so important to to get out what is a league that is almost a second conference these days. You know, it's not it's not too difficult to slip out. And I'm not saying we're going to slip out, but it makes it harder to to jump back up again. Um, yeah, he's a decent signing. He said that Harris tried to get it done in January. He's obviously a player that's worked hard with Harris. Um, I don't know if he would have come in with Ben Thompson, but seeing those two together, plus Stuart O'Keefe, would have added a lot of steel to the midfield in the second half of the season. You know, would it have made a difference if we had Sean Williams in there, perhaps, rather than Ollie Lee? We will never know. But yeah, he's a good signing. He's got a year or two, at least in him, you'd like to think. He's just 
going to sit there. He can play in defence, he can play in midfield. He's going to sit there and mop things up. And, uh, yeah, I think leadership is probably the main attribute that would spring to mind of Sean Williams. But he's a good footballer as well. And I think he's a good signing for that level. Obviously, you said he played 30 times for Portsmouth last year in League One. And they're, they're no pushovers in that division either. Yeah, quite rightly. Um, yeah, and obviously, lastly, Lewis, the, 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 the new... The new contract, the professional contract, went to went to Bailey Aghurst. Um, obviously, he played a handful of times under under Steve Evans, and and obviously come up, come on as a substitute at Sunderland away under Neil Harris. Um, just give us your initial thoughts on on the on the professional contract to Bailey. Yeah, I think it was the right thing to do to offer him a deal. He's you could tell he's obviously a young player. He's not. I mean, Harris has spoke recently that he's he's grown out into his body a little bit, and he's still got a long way to go. He's only eighteen, but he looked decent last season. You could you could see that he hadn't physically developed as much yet as I was saying but you can see he has a bit about him he's a, he's a decent left back and when he wasn't even a pro yet and he's playing in our first team and doing himself proud I think for his age and experience it was a decent move to to sign him on you'd like to think Josh Chambers will sign a deal eventually as well obviously he's had links in the Midlands but out of our academy um, Akehurst and Chambers are definitely two of the the lads that have shown um, shown the most promise obviously a lot a lot of them got released as well but Akehurst and Tutondo, you'd like to think they'll push each other quite a bit next year unless we're going to get another left back in, but I'm not sure we will. Um, so, yeah, we've got two all right options there for League Two, I think, and I'm happy that someone from the academy has signed on to, to be a part of the first team. OK, let's move on then. Um, obviously, those those two signings come through the door. I mean, we added, um, obviously, uh, I think it was the day after our, our Monday night show. Pretty pretty sure it was the day after. It might have been day after a couple of days after Dom Jeffries. Walk through the door, um, coming arriving from Brentford. He obviously captained Brentford B. He played for Newport as well, um, and and certainly highly highly rated by both Brentford fans and and Newport fans. I mean, just give us your an, initial assessment on on that signing. Well, I find it quite hard to really put much thought into B team players. Well, I think it's I don't mean it disrespectfully. I mean it's quite hard to judge them because obviously we saw last year when. Uh, Tom Dixon Peters came in. He was touted as I think he was one of the top scorers at the time for Norwich in that um, that league. And then when he came here, and he was obviously not anywhere near ready for league football. And since he left us, he's gone to gone on to score more goals for Norwich in that league. So I suppose it's hard to particularly judge the, the quality in certain aspects of that division. But he comes with a great pedigree in terms of that league and the response that he's got from his coaches at uh, Brentford, who said he's a natural leader, is a is a joy to work with. He'll fit into any dressing room. So that's all. That's all positive signs. Obviously, I'm not going to pretend that I know a lot about him because I don't. Um, I saw yeah. a lot of Newport fans saying that they um, they wish they'd given him a um, professional contract when he was with with them in Wales, but that didn't happen. And now now he's with us. And um, you know, I think in terms of midfield, we've got that good blend now of uh, experience and youth. I did find it interesting. I listened to Neil Harris's Radio Kent interview the other day when he was talking about. Uh, Don coming through the door and all the uh, options we have, and he included um, Ollie Lee when speaking about that. So he seems to be one of the seven contract players that will be sticking around. So I think if that's the case, we've probably got the midfield sorted now. Maybe another one just for depth potentially, but as it is right now, I think we're all right for midfield. I think he's he's going to be one of those where he might be a bit of a slow burner to start with, but I think it'll be his first proper season in in league football. I don't know if he actually ever made a appearance for Newport in the league. I'm not too sure whether it was youth games or whether he did make appearance for them. So if not, then this will obviously be his first his first experience of, of EFL football. We've seen the same last season. It was their first professional season for, for Dan Phillips from uh from Watford and he sort of drifted in and out of the season. Obviously had disciplinary record as well. So 
it's going to be one of those where we'll just have to see every time how he gets on. But I think in terms of the sign itself, I think it is positive. And I think, you know, he got the glowing references from his Brentford coaches, as I mentioned. And if Neil Harris thinks he's, he's the right sort of character, right sort of player to bring in, then, you know, I'm all for it. And hopefully he can he can, he can do well for us. It's just one of those where where he comes from playing in the B team. And I said, for example, Tom Dixon-Peters, it is hard to... To differentiate, I suppose, a, a well correlated opinion on the league because, as I said, where Dominic Jeffries comes in, all this, all this hype and all this good acknowledgement, he could turn out to be a great player. But obviously, when we mentioned Tom Dixon Peters and the record he had at Norwich in terms of goal scored, it didn't translate into into EFL football. So maybe it will take a, a little while for Dom to get up to speed. But when it does, I'm hoping, hoping, of course, he'll be a he'll be a good asset for us. Yeah. Okay. Um, we've had a we've had a comment from Chris Jim on Facebook. Uh, let's just let's just show it just below us. So Chris uh, just said, "I'm very excited about the signing of Will, uh, about the signing of Will Wright and Dom Jeffries. Harris is building a side that's going to be youthful with some experience. I think Akehurst will be a good player, but Chambers will definitely develop." Um, Lewis, just looking at the comment that Chris had sent in. Um, yeah, he he's certainly building a side with youthful with some experience. Harris obviously mentioned in the week to, to both the Jules Media and BBC Radio Kent that he wanted that blend of youth and experience. And uh, is that important going into League Two that we do have those young legs, young legs around the, the older heads uh, if, if, we're to, if we're to mount any sort of promotion push this season? Yeah, I mean, you want the experience first and foremost, I think, in that league, but you can't just have an, an aged squad, really. It's good to have the, the younger players as well. And, um, yeah, Dom Jeffries from, I mean, too, not too many Gillingham fans, I imagine, will have seen too much of him. But from from what we've heard from Harris and, and the guys at Brentford, it sounds like he's almost Stuart O'Keefe version too, you know, hard in the tackle, um, box to box, good leader, that sort of thing. And, you know, he's, he's, what, 10 years younger than O'Keefe. So if you, in theory, have a midfield three of Williams, O'Keefe and Jeffries, that's literally two experienced heads and, and one, one youthful head. So it's good to have that blend. Um, obviously, Will Wright as well, if we for some reason, or if Harris wanted to go with the partnership of Aimer and, and Wright, whatever you think of Max Aimer, you know, he's experienced now and Wright, his first season, proper season really in league in league football. Um back in league football, he's gonna he's gonna need need someone next to him, I suppose. And it's a good combination to have the experience and the youthfulness. Um I'm sure that'll continue as we as we carry on. You know, no one really batted an eyelid about Sean Williams' age because everyone knows the experience he's got and how important he is. And then you've got players such as Akehurst um, and a few more hopefully to come in that are going to be exciting and hungry to go. And then you've got the people as well to sort of keep a, a lid on things and not let them get carried away and sort of guide them through the season almost. So it's a good combination, but obviously we do need a few more yet. Yeah, I mean, I, I watched Dom Jeffries um, quite luckily, actually, um, when when I was um, running a, running the social media for Dartford last season. And um he, they ended up they ended up playing in the London Senior Cup against against the Darts for Brentford B. He was the captain that night, and he was he was awesome. He, he, in fairness, he, he he run the show. He certainly got legs. He gets up and down the pitch, but he's what's what's important. Going back to your comment, Owen, is that about Thomas Dickinson Peters? Um, is that can he physically handle it? That boy's strong. He, he's he, he's very strong, and and I know it's against National League South players, but. In theory, I f- I actually think the national league is actually more physical than the football league when it comes when it comes to it, um, and he's got experience with Newport. So, it, is it? Yeah, it, it, it is. It, it, it is a, a bit of a worry sometimes when they come from these 
these B teams or these under 23 teams, can they ha- handle the physicality? I am of the opinion that um, he might be a little bit different. Um, Owen, um, is it is it important that obviously, or does it suggest with the signing of of Jeffries that now we've got Jeffries and Lee with O'Keefe and Williams? Does that maybe suggest that's the centre midfield complete for Harris? Uh, I think so. Probably You've got to factor Chambers into that as well if he does re-sign. Um, it depends whether how he sees Lee this season because obviously due to the injuries and the options he had, Lee ended up playing more of a secondary CDM role almost uh, yeah, towards the end of last season. He's obviously naturally better as an attacking midfielder. I didn't like him as a, as a defensive midfielder at all. I don't think he's he was fit for that role at all. He seemed to get booked every other game because you know naturally he's playing a position he's not used to. He's not really someone you look to and think he's going to be a great great player to get the ball in a tackle fairly. But I think, I think if we want Lee to be staying here, which judging by his comments is going to be, I think he needs to be playing primarily more as an advanced midfielder, as an attacking midfielder. Obviously, when you think about that, you've got to factor in, you've got Ben Reeves as well, we can play there or play out wide. I think I, I think we could do with one more creative midfielder. I know obviously we've got O'Keefe, Jeffries and Williams who are all more based on the defensive side. Chambers probably more of a box-to-box, although I haven't seen much of him in fairness. And then you've got Lee, who I suppose you could say can play a bit deeper. I'd rather him not play deeper, but obviously Paris has played him there before and Reeves is obviously the most attacking out of those options when you look at it on player-by-player. Player. So I think we would need probably probably one more... Probably one more attacking midfielder, I think, would be would be good. And then we'd have the midfield sort of set, I think. And then we could look forward to more going forward. We need, you know, wingers and attackers. We need defenders as well. But in terms of midfield, I think one more attacking-minded player would probably be, I'd say, midfield complete this season, yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, let's hear from the man himself then. Dom Jeffries on joining Jules. Down here last week, had a look at the facilities. Met Neil met Dave and it's a no-brainer to me to be fair I'm just buzzing to get started now and can't wait for the season what do you think you'll offer to the team engine up mm-hmm. and down whole game 100% effort good passing range aggressive in the tackle but not reckless uh, just yeah happy and excited to get going what sort of challenge are you expecting in League 2 a very competitive division yeah well when I was at Newport I obviously seen that type of type of level but I think it's improved over the years massively um, it's obviously a bit of a nitty gritty side of the game to it as well but then you've got the quality that's also involved in, in the game so at Brentford I got the, the ticky tacker style of play which in the final thirds in, in League 2 you're going to get that and then on the other side of it when we played against the non-league teams the challenge of second balls and the nitty gritty side of it I had that as well so I think I'm prepared and, and ready Okay, obviously Dom mentioning about his Newport um, experience and and he's ready for the, the nitty gritty of, of League 2 um, but he sounds keen, doesn't he, Lewis? Yeah, he sounds keen. He speaks as if he is a leader, which, we, which we've all heard. He's, he's literally, what is he, 20 years old, so he speaks really well. Um, you know, he's a player that you said, James, you've seen at Dartford, so he's done that non-league non-league thing when he has to, and he's done the whole League 2 thing as well. So he sounds ready, he sounds like he knows what he can bring to the team, he sounds like he knows what to expect, and um, hopefully he slots right in, because I think a lot of people got high hopes for him, myself included. Yeah, definitely. I mean, let's um, let's move on then. Let's move on. Um, one in and then one out. Uh, Jack Tucker um, has left the club um, after many years at the Jewels coming through the academy um, and he's joined MK Dons, League One MK Dons. Um, Owen, 
give us give us your reaction to to Jack moving on to MK. I think first it's a very very good move for him. I think MK Dons as much as people don't like them because of the obvious. I think they are a very good football inside. It'll be interesting to see how he plays in more of a team that aren't just going to get into the centre halves and hoof it up the other end of the pitch. It'll be interesting to see how he is about moving out from the from the back, playing passes rather than just you know hoofing it forward. I think he will fit that team quite well. I think he's going to be. This, this was a season he needed to move because you know we could have sold him in January. Maybe looking back, it would have been better beneficial for us in terms of the money. But I think he was at the point where he just suffered relegation and he has all this expectation going forward. I think it was the great, the most ideal time for him to leave. Now, I think if he had stuck around, I don't think it would have been much help for him. Personally, as much as we would like him to, he should be playing in League Two. Um, I think the I think the key thing for me that I'm most happy with about him now leaving is we've had this saga over the past couple of years with Brandon Handen and Conor Ogilvy players who have been out of contract and have to be going to tribunal when they've you know they've stuck around for a long time. They went through all the pre-season with us, or Handen certainly needed near enough did before moving on to I think it's Bristol Rovers at the time, wasn't it, before Wickham? And uh Conor Ogilvy obviously to Portsmouth. And I think as much as there were players people like to think when you have players that you know are more than likely not going to re-sign, you sort of want to get their situation sorted as quickly as possible to avoid, you know, because I heard things last summer where with Ogilvy, he wasn't 100% going to leave. So we had all this uh, wage put to one side just in case he did. And obviously, the more longer that goes on, the more we risk that wage being put towards a player who's available. And by the time the other player decides his future to club, that player that you might want to could have used the money on might have gone to another club and you might have missed out on that target. So I'm glad that we've we've sorted this out relatively quickly at least. I know that tribunal fee won't come in straight away. I think it's actually still being discussed between the two clubs. But um yeah in terms of Jack I don't think anyone can really have a have a bad word to say about him. I do think he tailed off a little bit towards the end of last season, but I think you can say that about everyone. So it's not an individual an individual thing for him. Um but yeah I think I think he's earned his move. Obviously it would have been much better circumstances if he had moved on after helping us stay up towards back in the last season, but that wasn't to be. And I'm quite excited to see him uh, play for MK Duns. I think it's a different style of play, a more easy on the eye style of play, I suppose, but that's easy to say in comparison to us last year. Um, and obviously, it's, it's quite impressive how you know MK Duns continue to bring all these players in who are young and out of contracts. And obviously, we know they're a bit like. Peterborough in a way, maybe not as efficient in the sense, but they can bring in players who are out of contracts and young and then possibly get a good um, good sell on for them in the future. Obviously, expect Scott Twine to go, who they got last year on a free from uh, from Swindon. I think there's rumours of him going for about three million and they got him on a free. So it shows how they're developing players and it's a good place for, for Jack to be in that sense. And uh, yeah, maybe we've got a, we've got a little sell on clause in the um in the negotiations. That'd be nice. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to see how he gets on, obviously. I think he will do well there and all the best to him. Yeah, Lewis, uh, Jack made a total of 137 appearances for the Gilles in all competitions, scoring four goals. Um, just 22 years of age. Um, yeah, he's been a he's been a good servant to the football club, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. You know, he grew up in the area. Um, we remember him coming through the academy and sort of signing his pro deal. Um, his debut against Portsmouth on in front of the Sky cameras when he was still, still really young. Um, and obviously then he... Was sort of thrown into it really under Steve Evans. Um, Evans made it clear quite a lot of times that Lovell was going to release him. Um, 
obviously we don't know if that's true because of various reasons. But yeah, he he, he he came in and he was brilliant that first season, I think, with with Max Aimer and he allowed Alfie Jones to move into midfield after I think he was signed as a centre back, but Alfie Jones was one of our best players that year in the defensive midfield role and Jack coming in and coming from nowhere almost allowed allowed that to happen. And he had a great first year, he had a good second year. As Owen said, he sort of dipped off last year. Um I don't think he came on as much as everyone thought he was going to personally, but again, that might be due to the team situation. He did make a few individual errors last year, but I think naturally, you know, he's a young player. The team was in a bad, bad place. He wasn't playing next to the most confident partner in Max Aimer, and he, he, um, he reads the game really well. I think you know, you know, those players that when it's going well, they make it look easy. I think that that, that happens a lot with Jack Tucker, and I think. As Owen said, it's a different style, completely different with MK Dons. You know, he'll be bringing it out from defence. He'll be playing the ball under pressure, short passes to his full-backs or his other centre-back or his keeper. And it'll be interesting to see see how he fits in. I think he's going to replace Harry Darling there, who's gone to Swansea. So he's got big shoes to fill. Um, but it's a good signing for him. Hopefully a good signing for MK Dons. And hopefully it's a good signing for us, because I agree with Owen that he... He should have moved on, you know, if he's going to progress as we all thought he would do a couple of years ago. He needed to move on this year. He didn't want a year in League Two. He's now playing for a, a League One club that you think will be fight, fighting for the title next year. And um, he'll develop a lot as well, you'd, you'd have thought, based on the way they want to play football there. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. Um, I mean, you just briefly mentioned it there. Obviously, um, just just the three players through the door. We've not got long, but just just the three players through the door at the moment. Um, is it is it concerning and and are we hoping that that compensation money does go back in back into the squad? Well, that's always the issue when money comes into the club. Where is it going to go? Um, I'll leave it at that for that comment. <laughs> um, I think we need to get we obviously need to get those players. I think Harris himself said yesterday we still need about ten plus. But it's all obviously it's different for us as fans to say we're frustrated with what's going on. But I'm sure Harris in, in one working day at Jules in the stadium will have probably loads of conversation with agents and players. We'll probably have four or five that look like they're going to sign. And obviously, as quick things can change quickly, you see stories of people coming into the to the office to sign the contract, and then their agent says you've got an offer from somewhere else, and they're gone. So yeah, things do change quickly in that sense. I think we've all just got to be a bit. And I see it's easy to say patient. Cause I'm not very patient about it at all. Um, but obviously, with pre-season starting in a couple of days, we're going to be left with however many players we've got, and I'm sure they're going to bring in the the youth team for that just to make up the numbers. But hopefully, it won't be too long before we start seeing movement because we need, off the top of my head, we need two goalkeepers, we need two right backs. I know, um, what's his name? Full bad from really. Uh, we're right, can play right back, but he's yeah. not a natural right back. So we need two of them. We need probably another left back, if I'm being honest, just because I don't. Think I'm not confident with Tonda going forward. Need another centre back, an experienced one, because I don't think Aimer is the type of centre back who can take that role on himself. We need attacking midfielder, we need a couple of wingers, and obviously we need strikers as well. So there's a lot of work to do. We'd have no choice but to be patient, I'm afraid. Yeah, very true. Very true. Okay. Um, right. So let's, we've, we've got about three minutes. Um, yeah, let's move on to the fixtures. Uh, fixtures come out Thursday. We've all, we've obviously had our first little bit of fixture news, but it's pretty pointless. Um, Papa John's Trophy, as always, we all love the competition, don't we? Brilliant. Uh, in our in our Group A, we are joined by Charlton Athletic, and as we always are joined by Colchester United. Uh, they, seem to, they seem to be oh, like, it's always Colchester. It's always Colchester. Always <laughs> Colchester. Um, and then an invited under twenty one side will 
will be will be joining us on Thursday with the fixtures. Um, Lewis, we'll come to you first. Um, I know it's an utterly pointless competition, so let's move on to the actual league fixtures. Uh, league fixtures, unfortunately, we are in Sky League 2, as I keep reminding everybody. Who do you want on the first day? Who would you like? Uh, well, I said to you before we started, James, I'm on holiday for the first game, so hopefully it's Carlo or something <laughs> like that. But yeah, I think everyone wants a decent start, you know, someone yeah. someone that struggled last year. You know, everyone's going to look to the Stevenage game, aren't they? But hopefully, um, hopefully that doesn't come too early because, you know, we don't want to be anxious going into that. But yeah, nice, easy game. Get off to, well, easy game, an easiest game possible. Get off to most positive start we can at home would be nice. Um, yeah. You know, it's sort of like a new era almost in this new league with a positive manager. Get off to a good three points at home and get off to a flying start, hopefully. Yeah, we have sold more season tickets than last year. I'm solely putting that down to the fact that that is Neil Harris and Neil Harris only for that reason. Um, Owen, um, yeah, who do you want, buddy? Oh, I can't think of anything worse than being at home first. <laughs> I've <laughs> uh, been playing the same teams for the last 10 years. I want to go somewhere exotic. You know, exotic. You say exotic. You mentioned Sutton as we walked through the door. I'm not sure how exotic I've, I've, I've that is. Um, well, given because it's my birthday on the 30th, I didn't know if you knew. Um, I personally want to be yeah. away. I don't want to be at home. That's boring. Okay. Um, I want to be... Thing is, you say you say you don't want Carlisle because you, obviously you'll be away or whatever, but if you're going to play, if you're going to have Carlisle away or Barrow away, which you're going to at some point, in my head, I'd rather play them in August than February or November or whatever. So I personally, if I'm going to pick, I have two options. One easy one would be like Sutton away because it's new ground, local-ish. Uh, failing that, I want to go to either Sutton, Harrogate or Barrow. Okay. Sutton, Harrogate or Barrow. Interesting choices. Interesting choices. I think I'm going to go for... A sunny afternoon in East London for Leighton Orient as my pick. That would be great. Yeah, that would be quite a nice fixture to to start the season. Um, if not, then it'd be nice for nice for a home game. But nice to give um, Steve Evans some abuse, wouldn't it? On the opening day of season, that would be quite nice. I think. Uh, why not? Why not? Why not? I'm sure he's going to get it anyway. Um, okay, that is that is it for this evening. Uh, Lewis Owen, thank you very much. Um, let's hope. As we catch up next week, Neil Harris has got more signings through the door as we prepare more for the 2022-23 season. Good night.